Hello and welcome to episode 125 of Paper Tuesdays with Michael Dwyer and Mark Halpin. Mark, mm. this is going to be an, an orgasmic episode. Oh. <laughs> it's outrageous. Mm. You want to start with, a, with a, the gory guard? Okay, so big news. Yeah. Courtownland gets deal. Go ahead. Oh, so yeah. They're building a Courtownland. <laughs> yeah. Like Disneyland and all your favourite characters, like Trevor Lally. <laughs> And Donald Duck. <laughs> right, well, right, okay. Courthound, pretend... The Courthound, a lot of uh, Enterprise went into Courthound. Like, they, they redirected the river for it to come out at the harbour. That wasn't like it was always to be the case. Right. So, like, there was a lot of work went into it by the Stopford family to make Courthound what it was, like this, you know, hub of uh, Victorian entertainment with families coming down by the train and coming to Gorey. There were talks of a railway between Gorey and Courthound. So, th this was... They really wanted to make Courthound land. Yeah, and they did. And, and someone moved a river somewhere else recently, and it didn't go down as well, I don't think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really. Onwards. We'll keep, we'll keep our, our hands on that one. Yeah. Um, anything... But to get to it, Mark, okay. Courthound land, if you were like the Courthound family, and you could build Courthound from scratch, mm. what would you do? What would I do? What would I put in it? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, there'd have to be a total clean-up. Right. So you'd have to get rid of a lot but of stuff first. I think if you want to go in, you have to go blank canvas. You want blank to knock canvas. it all. <laughs> yeah. Knock it all. Okay. Yeah. We'll send yeah. everyone that lives there now away to live on the farm. The farm. Yeah. Croken Mountain. Croken Mountain. A lot of spare land there at the moment. <laughs> send them up there. They won't mind. There's yeah. a little stream of a river from the band there. They'll, they'll think it's the same. Yeah. Right. That's grand. Okay. Now, what do we what do we do though? First like Flanagan's Wharf is gone now like this is huge <laughs> this is cosmic okay so first of all we fence it off oh, so right. they, they can't find their way back and then next so I would like a recovery rooms a revival recovery oh, yeah. rooms Love. I yeah. actually played hurling against that lad the other night Wayne, oh really Wayne, Wayne. Yeah, he was in the goal for oh, Ely. Right. I got a hurl broke across the back of my head oh wow scabbed yeah it was yeah. an accident in fairness really yeah everyone was just trying their best um, anyway, onwards with Core Town. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's all I want really. That's it. Uh, recovery rooms and maybe a gym. All right. Uh, they don't need a petrol station. No, no, sure they can't go anywhere. There's a wall. So oh, the wall is staying there. In Core Town land stays in Core Town land except me. I have freedom of movement. And you as well. Okay, fine. <laughs> On the weekends. Okay. Um, what would you like in Core Town land? You would I like Barry Adamson. Barry Adams. No, I, I want uh, thriving. Um, I want thriving commerce in, in the Silicon town. Valley. Silicon Valley. <laughs> what would it be in Core Town like? Uh, Play-Doh Alley. Play -Doh. <laughs> Silicon Valley. Play no Plasticine Valley. Mm, possibly. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just uh, you want a feel good vibe there anyway. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we need a box coffee. A box coffee. Yeah. A little trailer. Um, yeah. Trailers. What about Yano? Yeah, I, I like Yano, yeah, but, but there's too much competition, yeah, though. Is. Yeah. Um, we should have, we should run competitions on the outside every year where the <laughs> winner gets to come and live in Courtown Land. Yeah, Fika would be all over that. He would, but I think he's had enough. He can, oh, do you think? He can have his own thing on the outside. <laughs> no, no, we support But see, we could, we, have, we could build franchises, though. Like, people could, towns could come to us and they could say, look, do what you want with it. Like, Mega Mole, and we changed Camola. Yeah, that was actually cut out of the last podcast. Oh, that? yeah. I, don't think, I think it actually was that thin. So it was that oh, thin. So we, yeah. have, we have now built Mega Molin and we've moved on to Cornhill Land. Like, it's we great. Are, uh, we have a great track record. We do. We are gentrifying Wexford. Yeah. North yeah. Wexford. Yeah, North Wexford, exactly. 
the sky is the limit. There's some darker well, stories in here, Michael, we might not touch on. Like a man got knocked off his bike, unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah. Plans for approved 18 million telecoms mast in Carnew. Carnew? Yeah. That's a huge article for a load of nothing, <laughs> if you ask me. A 18 telecom million mast. in Carnew? Yeah, but what, what, what's, what's going to change as a result of that mast? <laughs> Information well, will now make its way to Carnew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have dismissed such a seismic event. Courthouse scenery is commended. No. No. Wait till they see what we have in store. Oh, Holidaymaker says there's an ongoing litter problem in Courthouse Village. So there's a clear contradiction there, there in that, <laughs> this image. These, these are the <laughs> One isn't talking to the other, really. The scenery is commended, and the next is an overflowing <laughs> bin litter t- labelled litter in Courthouse. Yeah. But Pat Byrne's Facebook page is full of commentary, is more up-to-date commentary on litter in Courtham. So he, he takes photos of the litter and they're out early in the morning and they will say that uh, the bins aren't emptied and they will shame the council and they will tag the councillors. And then but the council listened and they picked up the they pick up the bins now on a Saturday morning and the people are delighted in Courtham. And so Pat will go out and see litter and take a photo and post it. And then, and then it, and but he picks away. it up. Oh no, he picks oh, it up. Picks oh it up. yeah, okay, yeah. Pat, okay. Pat, now he's a hard worker. He is. Uh, mm. Pupils go batty for biodiversity. That's good to see. Uh, and that's your homestead there, School Garmin Nefa. Oh, it is. Mm. I went to school there, Michael. Believe it or not, that really? was me once upon a time. And Shane. Yeah. Uh, this is, I believe, the back of the thing, the hall across the road where we used to do our Christmas plays in junior infants. My goodness, and that's where biodiversity is of can be found. Yeah. I believe I played the role of one of the Boomtown Rats in, ah. in that hall right there. Wow. Um, a lovely little village mm. we live in. Um, do you know that the schools now go like on hikes and stuff? Primary schools, like I think the school down there went up Croken last week. Wow. And we never went anywhere. And, no. we, and none of the students ever went anywhere mm. in life in general. Um, <laughs> open day for Alzheimer's. <coughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at Alzheimer's. Uh, I was just laughing at the last uh, joke there. And look, at this is uh, quite inv- innovative as well. Gory students sleep out, raise vital funds for homeless. So these are gory educated together and they're sleeping outside uh, to raise the plate of homelessness. Hardly. On the street, <laughs> like. I don't know where they're doing it. They're probably... Organised by the Student Council and uh, the Parents Association. That's collaboration. That is collaboration. That wouldn't happen in your day. No. No way. <laughs> so the parents and the students organised it. So they slept outside the school in their sleeping bags. Did they raise a lot of money? They raised over 2,500, so not just me sniffed at. Very good. It's a bit like the Democrats and the Republicans working together, isn't it? The Student Council and the Parents Association. It is a bit like that. Uh, congratulations to Ty Furlong, who got married also this week. He kept it low-key. This he? is actually a good paper now. We've a lot to dive into he here. He kept it low-key. married a long-term partner, Anya Lacey, uh, at the Dumbrody Country House Hotel in South Wexford. Mm. Would you get married under Dumbrody? No. No. Uh, <laughs> and did you see there? There was a very sad story of a little baby. I uh, did actually. Yeah, yeah it's very mm. sad. We won't touch on it. No. Unfortunately, we want to keep it light, but uh, our right. commiserations, Indeed. obviously, thoughts and prayers yeah. and family. Um, old world schoolhouse is on the market for five hundred thousand. Wow, look at that. Very nice. You can't really see it if you're listening, but it's a very nice house for sale. Cologne Farm there as well, Michael. Have you any? Um, they won business of the year. They've lovely yogurts. Yeah, lo- business of the year. And yet, I've never heard of them. I've actually, I've seen their logo before. So fair play to them. Uh, ooh, two homes in one with views of three beaches is on sale for 1.25 million. Chain, have you any? No, no link to that. No link to that. There's a lot of 
um, K&K windows in Kamano is a boss in and there's a lot of apparently there's a lot of plugs for K&K in that ad as well mm. okay Michael this is right up your alley oh yes this is I would say your angle <laughs> your John angle <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> take a good song there Someone is ringing me, but that's too about work. No, too important here. Angling competition attracts a large crowd, yes. And this was in Ockram, where there's a stock lake. Did we go there once, Bark, or did we? No, we didn't. It was a National Disabled Angling Facility. Fishing competition. Wow. Fair play to them. Fair, pl fair play to them. Mm. Uh, County Council vote in favour of controversial Courtown Land Swap. Courtown Land Swap? Yeah, that was... No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, this is different. This not, that's not Courtown Land. Oh, and look, would you look at who it is? Joe! It wouldn't be a photo on the garden. There you go. Without Joe. Joe Sullivan. Uh, emergency department, uh, upcoming match for J race day, is odds on to be a winner. Oh, Johnson Castle. Oh, the Bally Thomas confirmation. Johnson Castle, good mm. shout. This is going to be massive. I right. would love to go see this. Mark Redmond, uh, friend of the pod, mm. uh, the Elam Piper, who we had on very early in the season. He is doing, he's doing a collaboration with Chris Culleton Trio with Killian Brown on keyboard and Larkin Byrne on drums. And yeah. what they're doing is they're going to play the 50th anniversary, or they're marking the 50th anniversary of the seminal Horseps album, The Thon. And it has loads of these old Irish tunes that they do about Queen Maeve and all the old Irish type of stories that uh, we grew up with, the kings and queens of, of Leinster and the Gaelic tribes and the chieftains and that sort of thing. But you know the tunes in this album, they're like, they're formative of that generation. So 50 years ago they came out and one of the tunes uh, is, you know that, uh, you know that, Put them up, put them under pressure. That's on the album. Wow. So that album, mm. like, influenced so much. And now they're going to play it live. Like, I I would love to hear. Uh, that's on this Friday in Johnson Castle. Tickets are 25 euro. And I am very interested in going to that because I think that is huge. Yeah, you should go. Mm, Where indeed. is Johnstown Castle? It's just outside Wexford Town. Very good. Uh, congrats. Oh, so we have a history talk on here, Michael. Do you have anything to do with this? David McCullough, no. Gory Library. David McCullough, oh, the RTE journal. Oh, is he? Yeah, he, he's on primetime. Yeah. I recognise him. And the 6 1 News. Uh, and he come to Gory Library. Yeah. Fair play to them. Classic car show in uh, 1798 Mass, St. Michael's Church. Oh, yeah, I'm organising that. You're organising that? Yeah. And you got no mention here? No, I don't like mentions. Father Redmond got a mention. Yeah, well, he, he died. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, so like, um, there's. There didn't not a lot happened in Gory in seventeen ninety eight, but this lad, Father John Redmond, had condemned the rebellion, and then during the rebellion there was a fire in a, in one of the lads' house in Camolan, mm -hmm. uh, Lord Mount Norris's house, and he was at the he was at the burning of it, but he was trying to get them to stop burning it. Mm -hmm. Actually, they didn't burn it; they looted it. So mm -hmm. he stopped them burning it, and then he just walked into Gory one day, thinking, "Sure, there's nothing he could be fearful of," mm -hmm. and a whole tumult was at Hunter Gown. Uh, like just because he was a priest and he was associated with the rebellion and he was uh, sentenced with a mock trial and he was uh, hung on Gory Hill right, alongside fuck. an insurgent, uh, Patrick Carroll. Jesus. So uh, Gory, a lot happened in Gory. Um, there was one incident where, you know, near Greensbury Farm, mm. um, there was a group of people there and they were native Irish speakers, so they didn't have English. Mm -hmm. And they were confronted by some uh, yeoman uh, they were like English people mm. and because they couldn't 
say that they weren't part of the rebellion. They were just shot. Fuck. They were killed, like, you and know. they weren't. There were no association. Jeez. But, like, there were there were shots on both sides. Like, the rebellion was bloody and messy, but um, 225 years on, it's just a time to remember them. And there is, there's a stone for 1798 up in Castletown there, uh, where Condrons live. Oh, did something right. happen there? I'd say it did, but I, I'm not familiar with it. And Cool Grainy? Cool Grainy, yeah. a lot happened to Cool Grainy. A lot. So, when there was no road, the, the road from Gorey to Arklo was mm. through Cool Grainy. So, apparently, there's always this rumour that there was... Um, that there was talk that um, they, they got a lad drunk and he spilled the beans on what the rebels were going to do in the Battle of Arklow mm. and then they lost in the Battle of Arklow and yeah. they had won earlier in the Battle of Tubernearing right. and so it was all it was all going on yeah fuck so was Oliver Cromwell involved? Uh, no no that was a hundred <laughs> that was a few years earlier okay we'll get to that yeah uh, Pride fights against social oppression and exclusion Wexford Pride hosts event on the key on June 18th very good we'll have to get the, the street footage in for that um, court will not pause bankruptcy businessman and his estranged wife failed overturn high court ruling well look that's what happens lads when you don't play by the rules mm. uh, Youth Reach celebrates learners it's good to see. Good to see. Good yeah. to see. We should all celebrate learners. Mm. Look at this guy. Uh, we're missing the big story of Mark. Wexford ICA has talent oh. finally raises €1,226. Well done to them. Ballyfat ICA won their prize. Well done. I, Breed's not in that photo. <laughs> Breed's in the Ballyfat ICA. She's uh, Lord Mayor. Is she? Yeah. 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 Uh, a fun day for all the family at the Gore Agricultural Show. It's um, on today. It's on today. We're missing By them. God. And who's that right there? Lorcan Allen. Lorcan Allen. Head of the posse. Who's this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on with the firefighters and shout out to our resident firefighter, James Mordant. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Chagas, time to consider weaning. Yeah. Have you considered weaning? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's time. It's time. Uh, Gail's goal confirmation. Very good, very good. Matthew matches and all here. Fair play to them all. Isn't it great oh, yeah, being active and, you know, Sports are good in general, aren't they? It's yeah. a good way of socialising. There is Joe Gardner. A shout out. Uh, see now is Shane. Kings Halpin. of the Castle. And there he is. Shane Halpin. Shane Halpin. Kings of the Castle. You Kings of the Castle. Such a like a league title, but yes, Kings of the Castle. Uh, so and the North County men really strengthened their authority by halftime when O'Shaughnessy forced a turnover, galloped away, and transferred the ball to Stamp to goal with a neat finish. Oh, Gavin Stamp. No stranger of a goal. Gavin Stamp, who scored 2 3 in that final. And here we go. Garode <laughs> Callum. Why isn't uh, Flood in this photo? And oh, you? This is because we. Oh, it's only. No management there. That's oh, no yeah, management involved. involved. Yeah. Yeah. They you got were, a lovely little sticker. How did you make the sticker of James Flood? Oh, uh, it was sent to me by Brendan. So oh, I don't, I don't actually know how to make stickers. Very innovative. Yeah, on WhatsApp. Mm. Um, Curraclo remain hunt for runners up. Very good. We're nearing the end here now. So uh, if you have no interest in a gory garden, we're nearly finished. And if you've got this far, there's other podcasts to listen to. <laughs> okay, Michael, I think that'll do. This is that'll do. Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, well done. That was actually a very enjoyable uh, spin through the gory garden. Yeah. Now, um, where do we go? I would like to bring you, Mark. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. Let's go. All with, all in. Uh, Charlemagne. Yes. Mm. So in the 800s, there was this guy called Charlemagne and uh, he was uh, a king of a tribe. Uh, well, 
he was king of the Franks, or he didn't even like to take on the role of king of Franks initially, but he was leader of the Franks, and the Franks were uh, really savage. Okay. And eventually, anyway, he maintained a good alliance with uh, the Vatican, and uh, in turn, the Catholic Church, who weren't in the ascendancy at the time, mm. this political allegiance then formed where the Pope crowned uh, Charlemagne as the king of the Holy Roman Empire. Now, Charlemagne went on, this man in the 800s, right? Mm. He, one man, had such an influence on millions of people because what we, what we interpret of Europe today, when we think of France, when we think of Germany, when we think of Italy, mm. the, a lot of it comes down to him and his, um, how he led the Holy Roman Empire. Now, the Holy Roman Empire was based in Aachen in the uh, west of Germany. Right. And um, the, what we've just gone through the Gory Garden there. Mm. The Gory Garden was influenced by Charlemagne for how the typeface of how things are written with capital letters, with the capital letter first, and then, um, you know, a left logical right. logical typeface, left to right, yes. Yeah. He, he funded that. He couldn't write himself, but he invested heavily in education because he believed in his power. And right. he... Um, he encouraged uh, monasteries to, and uh, there was a whole fueling the learning in the in his uh, centre of the courts of Aachen. He codified the laws of each place, and he he understood that each place had their own laws, and they each need to be honoured. Mm. And just to bring this to another dimension, Mark, he he was just he's influenced everything uh, the way we see it, and he was also a bit of a, a go boy, if you ask me, in that mm. he also had a menagerie in his royal courts and he was gifted an elephant so in his massive gaff you can associate mm -hmm. he had a menagerie he had baths What's and he menagerie? changed oh uh, a menagerie is like a zoo okay well, in-house zoo fuck yeah class yeah you enjoyed that yeah like there is a bit like this charlemagne man it was what over 1200 years ago and the, the way he lived his life in that like he he couldn't he couldn't read or write really but he mm. just knew was good so he just funded that mm. and he was political like he had to have been brutish and a real powerful man mm. and we can look at his example and mm. we can take bits of it and we can see how we can be more relentless and disciplined mm. in knowing that our impact can span much greater than t today that it can go well into the future yeah. and uh, so um but mark it's not all rosy Mm, okay. Yeah. So, like, there are parts of the past that aren't that nice. And so this man isn't a saint, although okay. he was trying to be a saint. Or no, he was, after he, shortly after he died, he was made a saint. But then that was taken away because oh. they were like, ah, he wasn't a saint. Oh, That's... right. Okay. So his first marriage was annulled. Okay. Uh, because he went off with a 13-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Though they went, uh, the thirteen-year-old then became his wife, and she had nine children for Jesus. him. Jesus, she died shortly afterward. For well, eleven years after uh, being thirteen, yes, yeah, she died at twenty-four after having nine children. Fucking hell! So fair play to her. Yeah, yeah, but he almost <laughs> caused a war with the father of his first wife because, right. like, he dumped her. Yeah, and uh, but that father then he died. So now <laughs> apparently it was unrelated to the stress of it all, but like he died, so that averted that war. Okay. So that just closed that off. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That all is these crazy. Like, yeah. How like what was his origins? Was he did he grow up from a wealthy family or? Yeah, and his father was 
his father was also uh, a big um, a big philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big warrior, like he was kind of a leader of this tribe of the Franks as well. Okay. Mm. Okay. But Sh everything, like the, the shape of Europe today, uh, like the shape of how we've grown up has been influenced by this man and like in, in the European Union and everything. And like um, there was one more aspect that I just found striking, but I'm sure it'll come to me. Um, and what brought you to this? Uh, I, there was this telegram lad that telegram lad oh, that I sent yeah. you before he sent a list of people to look at documentaries just go onto YouTube and watch a documentary yeah. and I just picked out the Charlemagne lad watched the documentary and I was like Jamie Mac, <laughs> this is incredible like I know like we think we look at the news and we look at like Bill Clinton mm. and we say I'm never going to be Bill Clinton yeah. alright you might not be Bill Clinton Bill Clinton has had a great life of politics and he's been at the high level at the top yeah but you can be, you don't have to be Bill Clinton. You can be Mark Halpin. Yes. And I suppose I liked the idea. We, we, we've been toying around with this podcast for, for two years. Actually. Yeah. And we, I don't think I fully understood what we can, where we can bring it. Mm. And in the last few weeks, we had Barry Adamson. Then last week, I gave you examples of things that are wrong today. Society, like I was pointing at loneliness and I was saying, oh, isn't it awful? And I left the podcast and I was thinking, there's something missing here. And this week then I was chewing on it. I was saying, there's something missing. And I think that the tool of this podcast for us, what we're going to bring to it, is we're going to show, tell, show people that it isn't about, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. Just being yourself and owning and living in your true power. Yeah. Is, is what we're advertising. That, yes. And... It's almost that, we're, because I, do, I want to move away from the idea of pointing what's wrong in society, because we could do a podcast on that. We could yeah. just spend a cycle on commentating on America, on division, on conflict, and just uh, live in that. Yeah. I don't believe in it, though. So I, I want this to be as relevant for you and I as it is to someone that's on a commute to Dublin today, that what, how they act in the construction work site is the same as how I, should, I can act in my office or how you train someone. That if we all contribute deeply in our own way, bringing our own talents to the fore, we'll end up with a better, um, with a better output than what we have at the moment. Because I think a lot at the moment, is, it's a disenfranchised people where we, we think we have no power. Oh, it's, it's them and us, or we think that there's no way out. But the only way out is true. Mm. And that's what I want to sell on Paper Tuesdays. Yes, I like it. I like it a lot. It's very mm. good. And there's a million podcasts that are doing what you said, you know, we don't want to do. They're commentating on all the negative things and that's all like the internet is, social media is. If you go on your phone, like you'll think the world is ending, things are falling down, everything is collapsing, we're heading towards oblivion. But then if you put your phone down and look around outside, that's not the truth. It's not actually the case at all. And, but you don't want to transfer that over what you're seeing online into your actual life as well, which is what can happen to a lot of people. And as you're saying, like being, uh, uh, being authentic in yourself and just living your life the way you want to live it is enough. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to go put out the fires of society. Mm. You just do your thing. Make sure you're happy. Make sure you feel good. And after that, who really cares? Mm. Like it was, so, it was sunny the other day and I just trained and I went outside for a walk with Nora and I was just like, I feel incredibly happy getting sunlight in and having exercise. 
It's like having a million euro isn't going to make me feel much better than I feel now. Like that is, there's a, a, a lyric from a 1975 song that says the only, the only, what is it? The only something, the only requirement, I think the only requirement for happiness is your pain and fucking going outside. Yeah. Lovely. So that's all you need to do. That's all you need is just overcome something within yourself and go outside. Yeah. And just be present. And that's it. You don't need uh, a six pack, even though that's what I'm selling. You don't need that. You don't need um, fucking money. You don't need clothes. You don't need shoes. You don't need fucking anything. Th that's all going to give you external validation. You just literally just need to feel good in yourself and in your brain. And that's it. And that, that takes very little. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, like we're now, well, this is one, two, five. And I just, I think that this is a platform for where we end up in 250 at episode 250 is just beautiful. Like to think that we can, we can parachute ourselves into this vein of thought. Um, when you said about lyrics and your experience with Nora, it reminded me of another lyric. Um, what was it? Uh, there's a lyric. Uh, abundance is energy, abundance that flows to me. This idea that abundance isn't having all that money, the abundance is the experience of going out and, and having that walk, that, mm. that, that is something that one lives in rather than in what we're surrounded with externally. Yeah. Um, there were a few other little aspects that I wanted to explore with you, Mark. Alton. Okay. Um, Christy. Mm. Yes. Did you see that video? Or by the way, yourself and... Shane, we're training earlier this morning. Mm, yeah. We what went, triggered that? We done it twice this week. You're Actually, I was going to text you on Monday if you want to join us at oh. Oh, 9, I think, or 7 on, tu 7 on Tuesday. What day did we go at 7, Shane? Yeah, 7 on Tuesday. 7 Tuesday. 10 on Thursday. 10 on Thursday or half 10 on Saturday. Oh, we started right, training, doing just circuits, kind of weights and cardio, if you'd like to join. Oh, I'd love to. Yes. Very yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so we've been doing that kind of two or three times a week. I find it good. It's a break from the normal training I've been doing. It's kind of just time focused and I get in and I train hard. It's warm. I sweat. I do a bit of cardio. I feel great afterwards. And that sets me up. Mm. I'd kind of lost motivation and it was a, a sort of a hack I found around it is that uh, not stopping training at all. Just change what I'm doing mm. where I'm, I'm focusing on different metrics or not focusing on metrics at all. I only have to do the work for a certain amount of time. And if I can up the weight, I can up the weight. That's great. I'm not going to do it forever and just do it to start enjoying training again. And then eventually I'll move mm. back into that. Absolutely. But uh, like these peaks and troughs that you described, I can very much identify with them. Um, I, I haven't been... Uh, I, the last few months I wasn't exercising as much mm. and then on Wednesday lunchtime I stumbled across an Instagram video where this 99 year old doctor was yeah. saying citing a Harvard longitudinal study mm. in that for every hour of exercise you do no matter what your health whether your diabetes or not or what, what stage of your health you, are, you will extend your lifespan by three hours yeah, yeah. and that that practical out observation now look you can discredit the study or whatever but like it sounds common sense or it sounds very practical approach to all our lives mm. so um that triggered me to go to junior b train that evening and then we played ferns last night and we bet them great and i played the second half and i marked connor swain of b27 coffee lovely oh. coffee in enniscorthy right so um Yes, shout out to Connor. But um, I was, Evan was asking me, "Did you? Ha I bet you you had loads of conversation with him." And I don't <laughs> like chatting with my um, marker, marker mm. because 
it gets me out of the mind frame of the cornerback. The cornerback mm. is there to hit his man no matter what happens. Yeah. So if I'm there developing a relationship with this man in, in the, or a friendship or, you know, social bonds, whatever, just... Uh, it, it it doesn't marry itself well then when I hit his helmet with my hurler into you know so yeah that's you can't why in good I, conscience you have to keep a distance yeah you have to have boundaries as a cornerback boundaries boundaries, boundaries. are important people <laughs> particularly in the full back line <laughs> yeah we played Glen Ely on yeah. Tuesday which was great it's Glen. a good practice match for you yeah they'd be strong senior, senior. Mm. Uh, I think themselves and Bray are kind of the strongest in club so it was good it's enjoyable good to be back hurling kind did of you go toe for toe with them or were you uh, we lost by five points. That's a fair result. Yeah, it's not bad. It wasn't mm. too bad. So we have championship now in three weeks. Mm. So all, all, what's it called? All fucking roads point to Monomel in. Yeah, uh, they do. They do. Yeah, no, it's good to be back, Harlan. Affected my sleep a little bit, but that's fine. It's grand, it's temporary, and I enjoy Harlan. So mm. it's good. Amazing. Are you going to keep at the Junior Arena? Yes. Who's your managers? Ed Shiner Sheehan. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I love Shiner. Yeah. yeah. He, he just... You, you just see shiners in your life because there's these uh, he's a manager and like he, he gives he gives rather uh, he, for four years he's probably given the same speech every time or whatever but like the speech every time is give, hammering home the same message of the potential of the squad and Junior B is about trying to trying to uh, Junior B is about stretching the potential of the players and, and in some cases as you say Mark the jerseys of the, of the players that like these that that that, to show them that they, they can progress and move on and like sometimes you don't need that sometimes like we're we're happy enough just being junior b or whatever but yeah. it's um ah, it's worth it it's worth it for the 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 energy and the 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 uh, passion of the journey i don't know how this came from christy dignam dignam yeah yes <laughs> i don't know how but i oh yeah i asked about your training but mm. did you see i i shared a video there it is a powerful video. I've probably watched it three or four times now. I put it in the main chat. Yeah, I haven't opened the chat now. Yeah, so. so like this is thousands of Aslan fans singing. This is uh, on it with Christy uh, as Christy Dignam's funeral procession is going through Fingris. There are thousands of people lining the streets mm. and they're all looking at a big screen of Christy. The mm. funeral procession has stopped to look at this video of him singing This Is. Mm. And... It is remarkable. How, like the vast majority of them taking photo videos of the video of Christy playing it, but that's that's the way society. Yeah, and um, but the the impact he had is remarkable. He played the Gory Market House Festival in twenty eleven. Did he? Yeah, with Aslan. Yeah, and um, he 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 just he he comes like he came out with a lot of good uh, little quotes and stuff. I also took um, he he was in a there was a book in 2012 about Fingless and he said, I think every cell in my body is because I'm from Fingless. Everything about me is because I'm from Fingless. It shaped everything. Wow. What a quote. Yeah. What a quote. And then I also, uh, like the end of his little piece ends with this little thing. Um, if if I was a young father now, would I want to raise me kids in Fingless? I'm not 100% sure that I would. I don't think I would, but because it's not the place I grew up in. I'd love it to be, but it's not. It's all changed, but then the world has changed. It's not just fingers, is it? And that question at the end, is it? Mm. That that made an interest in me. It kind of like, yeah, like society has changed, but like it's almost like some parts of society have paused because there's so much change, and it's like, uh, uh, what we're doing is we're impelling a restart. We're impelling us to 
to just be ourselves again and, and be, bring our bring our own authenticity, as we said, to the table a bit more. Um, but there was something more about Christy. Uh, have you any thoughts on this, Aslan man? No, no. He had a very interesting story, wasn't it? He? he was a heroin addict mm. at one stage and kind of stopped. Yes, he did stop. He did. He did, did he? stop? Yeah, oh, I believe okay. so. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't have known too much about him to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I have seen some interviews and stuff, and I seen. Remember, he sang. On the late late with some other fella. Finbar Fiori. Finbar right. Fiori, yeah. Yeah. What was it he sang? Um, good question. But I remember that being class. That was class. Yeah. Very good. I also seen a picture of him with the Dublin rappers versatile. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. You'd be a, a big fan of theirs, I imagine. <laughs> I've never heard them, but <laughs> I must look them up. Yeah. <laughs> versatile. That's a good. One. <laughs> Here we go. This is the start of Michael's obsession. I also there's another bit in this that I thought was unreal. Um, this story when I'd be writing songs or writing records or doing gigs, you'd be thinking, "What would Johnny fucking Fox on Rathoth Road think of it?" You know, you didn't want to be coming to visit your ma or dad and someone saying, "I fucking seen you on the late late." What the fuck are you up to? You know that sort of thing. So to this day, it still affects me. You know, I was it was always like that, but I think it made us up our game a little bit. I'm always more nervous playing in fingers because those people, your mates, if they think you're getting a bit. But again, he curses, mm. fucking stropping. Mm. They pull down, pull you down in a heartbeat. You know, it was always like that. And I think that's probably part of the reason why the quality of the band increased over the years. Right. That's a positive view of the kind of... Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. It's a better way of looking at it, yeah. Because we do give out a lot about, you know, the Irish kind of mentality or the tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. I've heard of that, like the... The tallest poppy gets cut straight back down level with the rest of them, so don't uh, chime. But that's a good way of looking at it, is that it's actually constructive and it made them better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, that's Christy. May his spirit live on. Yeah. Right, yo. And um, have you any other thoughts to send them off there, Mark? Uh, no, just no, rest no. in peace, Christy. Rest in peace. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, thank you, yes. Um, now, oh, the YouTube comment, yes. Oh, sh or, sorry, um, local news. <laughs> Basil Kendi um, went to Dr. Brian O'Doherty. Oh, at hey, 10 where is this morning, going? And he understands that this cruise ship may have gone. This is very sad news. For the Junior B? For everyone. Oh, Basil is so that. committed. He was running with Spike O'Sullivan on his holidays uh, in Spain or somewhere. Yeah. And uh, he was at training on Wednesday night and he went down with a pain in his knee and he took some blood off. The, I don't. I doubt he did it, but someone took blood off his knee yeah. and um, apparently the doctor thinks he may have done his cruise ship. So, um, we we hope and pray that Basil will be back with us yeah, on the hurling field. So. Yes, he's he a man. He loves running. Loves running. Yeah. Just loves ugh, getting out and doing it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's great. Big, uh, he's starting his own um, kind of mental health service thing, isn't he, with promoting exercise as well. So it's obviously very important to him. So hopefully he can get back to it soon. Definitely, definitely. And another local news, Conor Moore in the same Junior B hurling training, Ooh. he scored a goal. Ah, yes. And it was a cracking goal. Yeah. Well done, Connor. Yeah, he he thinks that it's the same as Paul Carley's goal in the second half of the 2004 uh, game with Offaly. Um, we'll, we'll leave that up to those who were there. Okay, okay. <laughs> Congratulations to Connor on that. Yeah. He wasn't hurling last year, was he? No, but no. he's back and back in a big way. Right. We will see more of him in the in the Junior B district. Pardon the pun. Yes. Yeah. More of him. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, YouTube comments. So okay. I've been dipping in and out of Kanye West at the moment. Oh, okay. my goodness, he is unbelievable. But I came across one 
YouTube comment on one of his songs, and uh, this is from three years ago. About a month ago, my youngest son, son dropped dead in his driveway. The EMTs managed to defib him five times and still couldn't bring him back. After that last sixth try, his heart started beating again, but he wasn't breathing and took him to the hospital where he was in ICU. When I got the call, I live in Boston, he in LA, I flew to ATL and my brother and I drove from Atlanta to LA, but not, but knowing, not knowing how things would unfold, but expecting a miracle, we prayed and jammed this whole album of Kanye West all the way across country, praising him the entire way. After a week, my son walked out of the hospital completely healed. When I hear these songs, I am truly reminded that our God still performs miracles and that the Lord our God, he is wonderful. And I thought that is incredible for it to be a YouTube comment, like an essay like that. <laughs> I thought that was going to be like a joke with a punchline at the end. <laughs> That like, you know, we played his album and it was so bad he had to wake up to turn it off or something, but <laughs> that just shows like fucking hell. Yeah. That's the American spirit, isn't it? That's the, yeah. just the every time we go again. And yeah, like what was it? You, people running on the sidewalk or what would they be chanting or shouting? I can beat him, coach. I can beat him, coach. <laughs> I can beat him, coach. <laughs> Screaming. Running up and down like the Grafton Street of Chicago. And no one near him. Or no anything. one near him. I don't even know if he Just had headphones in or running this in his head. Over and over again, yeah. And he was huge. Like I'd say he was going to beat him, whoever he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't play Junior B. No. And um Oh yes. Another little oh, actually Mark, you had Don't Cry for Me Argentina. Have you entered to spill me the beans on that now? Um no. Uh do you know that song? Not well. I don't either know. I just seen it and I thought that's a nice sentence. Don't yeah. cry for me, Argentina. Oh, yeah. That'd be my Rose of Trilly winning song. Oh, I think, yeah. When I transition and I win oh, the Rose of oh, Trilly. <laughs> this is big news. Yeah, this is big news because you men, can retain the, the beard. The beard I could and I'd probably get extra points. Hmm? Have you ever been to the Rose of Trilly? No. James was a barman at the Rose of Trilly. Oh, yeah. yeah he, loved yeah. he loved it. He loved it. The Wexford Rose is now being selected. Yes. So, who are the judges? Ha! Ah, pause. Have you seen this competition? Breed Sheridan. Breed Sheridan, yeah. <laughs> What's it called? The face of Wexford. Yeah. You can be the face of Wexford. This is the face of Wexford. And who are the judges? Nora Casey. Nora Casey. Who's she? Um, businesswoman. Mm. I listened to her all day now. She's And she was, she's, she was the victim of domestic abuse and she came through stronger. Wow. Mm. Uh, who else? Maria Walsh, former Rosa Trilly winner. Wow. And current MEP. That stands for, do you know what an MEP is? Mr. Excellence <laughs> person. Member of the European Parliament. Wow. Mm. Member where that would be M-O-T-E-P. They exclude the O for some reason. Oh, Moep. Member. Moep. Moep. She's a mope. Um, <laughs> and there's a man then as well, isn't there? Well, Brian Cunningham is the right. host. Oh, who's he, he? He runs, he's event manager and he encourages uh, country music. Okay. Wow. <laughs> he's pro country music. Pro country music. <laughs> he organizes all these events for country music fans and uh, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> but he's the host and there's another, um, another person. And can I enter this? Is this a male and female? I, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really explicitly state it. It doesn't state much, does it? Like, no, but there's no male judge. No, is is Brian Cunningham not a judge? No, he's a host. Oh, so there's two judges. Three. I've, I've I'll find the other one. Louis Walsh. <laughs> Louis Walsh. 
That would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. Being hosted in the Amber Springs. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other judge is Miriam Mullins. Ah, yes. She is a... Oh, yeah. TikToker. Oh, wow. She's a TikToker. Right. Um, I can juggle. <laughs> I can juggle. Okay, you tick the box there. You have to be over 18. Tick. You have to be stylish. Tick. I'm wearing Crocs. Mike, <laughs> like you're going to have to enter. Okay. What's the term? They're talented, so you can juggle. I can juggle, yes. Have you got a story to tell? Oh, I do. I've loads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me your story uh, okay so what's my story what's my story okay. okay so there I was in the back garden and my daughter was wearing her sun hat the sun was shining it was a great day I was wearing sunglasses uh, she recently has had a house built in the back garden by her granddad a little toy house and she goes that that that's tumbling around the back garden uh, I see a wet patch on a warm day on her rubber mats and I think, oh, that's weird. Maybe water dripped down from somewhere. <laughs> she walks over and puts her hand in the water. And I said, no, no, don't touch that. And then uh, Breed comes out and she's like, what's that water there? And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, I, I think I seen a cat in here earlier. So my daughter put her hand in cat piss and then I touched it. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm more impressed with. I think I'm most impressed with the fact that you gave that story with three seconds notice. That was, that was really good. Thank you. You are quite quite the human being, Mark Alton. Thank you very much. I just I feel justified that like this is why I'm friends with him. He's just, he's just a brilliant. He's a breath of fresh air. So does the juggling come before or after this, uh, in the performance? <laughs> and then the last one, Mark. Have you got a personality? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I have a couple of weeks. When is when is it starting? <laughs> you have to submit it before Friday. Before Friday, fuck. Okay, I need to find a personality <laughs> before then. Maybe I'll like get into coffee or something, or maybe I'll rate Guinness on my Instagram stories. Speaking of Guinness, um, Brendan O'Sullivan shout out to Boss, um, the former geography teacher of ours. Or oh, you didn't do geography? I didn't. I didn't have Boss only uh, for football. Well, he was football. a great man. He, he was, was very encouraging. Yeah. But anyway, he had posted a story on. Or maybe it was, someone posted a story and a boss commented on it oh. of someone in a pub with a pint of Guinness at the counter drinking it as soup. <laughs> right, with a spoon? Yeah. yeah, with a spoon. Taking their time going through it. Mm. Like this person was being serious or they were doing it? They didn't the know what Guinness was so they were like, I'm going to drink it as really? soup. Yes. Yeah. How do you not know what Guinness is? Mm. It seemed like a very uh, Irish, like kind of Temple Bar pubby stuff and she didn't oh. look too Irish herself. That's all coming in America and wanting it. This is actually cream. Okay, yeah. okay, mm. okay. Mm. Michael, do you foresee yourself going the rest of your life without drinking alcohol? Correct. Yeah? yeah. You're not all going to touch it at all. Mm. And you have no reservations about that. No. You don't feel like you're missing out. No, I've asked you this before, but... Well, like, well, Ashton even said it there. Like, she would hate to think that at some stage I'd uh, regret it. And there yeah. is not a single grain in my body. It's kind of like... The way I describe it, it's a little bit stark or whatever, but like, I don't know. I, I'm very blessed that Ash and I are going to marry. Mm. And I don't know how someone that is like a priest or, or whatever, or is nun, could mm. go their life chase, like like go their life without the connection yeah. of a partner. Yeah. And I look, I, I don't understand. And in the same way, I think people that uh, 
chat with me about alcohol could see the same thing, yeah. see the same idea of how could how could he know that he wants to do that for the rest of his life? Yeah. Is it, do you think, is it the avoidance of the negative aspects of it or the lack of a need for the positive aspects of it? I think it's both, but they're fused by this understanding within myself that I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. But other people, other people might need it. It's not like, and you see the health studies or whatever, that a glass of red wine is like good and it can... Disproven. Oh, it's and gone? Andrew Huberman's done a podcast on it. Oh. He said that's disproven. There's no scientific evidence to back that up. Wow. It's because of resveratrol, which is a compound found in grapes, but the amount in of resveratrol that would be in a glass of wine is negligible and it would not uh, counter the negative effects of the alcohol within the wine. Interesting. So there you go. Sorry, red wine is not. But I was day. reading an, art, an article by, uh, it was actually by a priest during the week, and he was saying how um, we all, like the, the wine, the, like he was saying that wine can add stuff to our lives. Like, And he was even saying how wine can fuel conversation mm. and make people relax. Yeah. And it was kind of even pointing that even, it was just showing how these there are so many things in our lives that add to our cups. And then that made me think, well, wine could actually add to people's cups. And maybe, like I'd say, I think it's something that I have to be more careful. Like um, I had a bottle of kombucha last night and it's kind of like I need to factor in the fact that I do need to relax and just switch off. And I think people use alcohol for that purpose as well to kind of just forget about the week that's gone and forget about the week that's coming and just chill for a few hours yeah well here's what i found right so i've been on both sides of the coin i i've drank heavily in the past and now i'm abstaining uh for a while and what i found is um the weekends i used to see as exactly that that i was unwinding or taking a break from the stressors of the week and it was just going out and having fun and this was like downtime for me but what i found was i was completely writing off an extra day there as well and like, if you can have one or two drinks, maybe that's fine for you. But what I found is I was more stressed going into the following week after the weekend because of what I had done to my body with the alcohol. So basically your downtime shouldn't be a net negative coming out of it as you were going into it. Mm. You should have more energy after your downtime and do stuff that's going to rejuvenate you as opposed to something that's going to leave you in a more negative position. Yeah. And like, I, I was, we were, oh, sorry. So the battery went there a second ago. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I made the point then about creativity yeah. and uh, that I think that creating opportunities for creativity is like uh, deadly mm. uh, because it doesn't have to be alcohol fueled. It can be something that we can bring to ourselves just by being our rogue Irish lads. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you can enjoy events more for what they are as opposed to the drinking aspect of them. And it can be about the event like a Strictly Come Dancing or uh, a table quiz. Yeah. Table quiz, yes, yeah. I got very invested in table quizzes over the years, but yes, yeah. Any on the horizon? Uh, no, but I, I but Darren Cullen is always all about getting my uncle Michael to set a table quiz for for Nave Energy A complex, and uh, that would be riveting. Yeah, my uncle Michael has great intelligence and uh, wish for a good table quiz. So, yeah, watch this space He'd for 2023. He'd come up with his own questions, yes, yeah, indeed, yeah, very good. That would be good. Yeah, do we have any other topics? Um, no, Mark, just 
Hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful day. And yeah. I hope the listener has a And did you day. want to do a quick game? Or do you? Oh, no. So I forgot no. my notebook. I wrote out my games and then That's I left okay. it in Gory. Yeah. Um, but if you've got to this point, thank you for listening. And please do subscribe on YouTube or like our stuff or co- drop a comment and we'd be eternally grateful. Yes. Thank you very much. Also Spotify, if you Spotify, don't mind. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Close the door. Goodbye now. Bye-bye.